Welcome to episode six of this podcast. Um, still doesn't have a great name. I think I'm probably just going to stick with the name. You probably shouldn't read this. Um, and instead of working on the title, I'll try to work on my openings for the podcast instead. Uh, today, I was thinking a lot about, well, a pursuit that I started a few months ago, um, which is the study of architecture. Um, maybe like eight months ago or so, I realized that a lot of the things that bring me most joy in life come from what I call pleasant surprise, which is I see something or hear something unusual and it causes me to have some amount of surprise, but it's not like a bad surprise, like walking home to find that everything in my house is turned upside down. It's a good surprise, like walking into a cafe and seeing lots of interesting art that I didn't expect. Now, um, in order to have good surprise, I need to be able to essentially understand the language of the world around me. Like if I'm in a foreign country where I don't speak the language, there could be lots of interesting and surprising conversations going on around me, and I won't know that they're interesting or surprising because they're speaking a language I don't understand. To me, it's just gibberish. And it's the same thing with all kinds of things, including architecture. When I walk around most cities, the buildings just are buildings to me. I don't speak the language of architecture. I can't tell which building is uh, Baroque, or is that even an architecture thing? Uh, perhaps uh, Colonial uh, Bauhaus? I can't tell what architecture is unusual or, or very expected for the city I'm in. And so I decided that if I was to enjoy the world more, I should speak more languages of the world around me. So I wanted to either study trees or architecture, and I went with architecture. Now, here's what happened. I started reading an architecture textbook like three months ago or four months ago. Uh, for the first two months or so, it was great, and then I stopped reading it. Um, which has now led me to another <laughs> related conclusion. Um, I stopped reading the architecture book because basically the reading of the book wasn't bringing me a lot of joy. Uh, I, I was in a point in my life a few months ago where I really wanted to just focus on doing things that brought me joy and not doing things that I was doing just out of fear. I felt like reading the architecture book was something I was doing out of some obligation I made to myself. I paid 140 bucks for a Kindle version of this textbook and I wanted to read all the way through it to make sure I got my money's worth. So I decided I would stop because it wasn't bringing me joy in that moment. But recently I've realized that we sometimes need to use fear as an incentive to get joy. I mean, this is kind of obvious, I suppose, in a way. Um, all of us have experienced like learning how to read. Many of us have experienced learning how to read. And that process may not have been pleasant. We probably were practicing reading books that we didn't enjoy because our teacher told us to. Um, but now we love reading. It was fear at first, but became joy. For piano, I used to practice piano because I was afraid my teacher would get mad at me. But now I play piano because I love it. And I wouldn't have that joy unless I had put in all that work motivated by fear. 
it's kind of like building a house to get back to architecture. When we build a house or any kind of building, we start with scaffolding. Before we have the solid structure, concrete or rebar set in place, we start with a scaffolding. And that scaffolding allows us to build up a really solid, beautiful house around it. And I think fear and joy are kind of like that in our lives. We use fear as scaffolding. Until we really enjoy something, we can use fear to motivate us to do it. Fear of letting down somebody, fear of uh, looking dumb, or fear of not living up to who we are, fear of not being successful. That fear will get us to do lots of things, do homework, practice piano, read books. And eventually, many of those things will become fun and joyous, and we'll remove the fear scaffolding and we'll just leave in place joy. If Today, after 25 years of playing piano, I was still practicing because I was afraid my teacher would get mad at me. I would say that's probably not a great thing. And I'd probably stop it. But maybe if I'm reading an architecture book out of fear for six months or a year or two years, it's worth it to get the lifetime of joy that might follow once I remove that fear scaffolding. So... Um, if you have things in your life that you feel like are fear scaffolding um, that are marching you towards joy, or maybe it's fear scaffolding that you left in place, even though you actually you actually have a joy structure now as well, uh, write about that in the comments uh, and uh, tune in next time.